Hi everyone and welcome to Small Talk. I'm your host, Maggie McIntyre, and today I am joined by the president of the San Francisco 49ers, Al Guido. Al, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, first I want to talk to you about your journey through sports. You played football at Washington Township and you went to TCNJ. Did you ever think that after playing football you would continue to work in the sports industry? I did not, actually. I had no intention of working in sports. I, uh, I was a general business major. I started working at, uh, I was waiting tables in college whenever I could, um, uh, during, after football season and met somebody that worked for American Express Financial. And then I took a job right out of school doing that. I was going to be a financial advisor. I thought I was going to go work on Wall Street. And, uh, and, and then it changed about, Four to six months in, my dad called me up one day and said the uh, Philadelphia 76ers were hiring, and I didn't even know jobs in sports like that existed, to be frank, and and uh, I went down to a job fair, and that changed the rest of my life, so ever since then, uh, this is probably circa 2003, um, I, I never wanted to do anything else but work in sports, so it's been a lot of fun. Wow. So can you talk about a little bit more about that job fair you attended and what opportunities came out of it for you? Absolutely. So I, I, um, it was a, it was a Sixers game and they were selling upper level tickets. I think it was like 15 bucks at the time. Maybe you bought an upper level ticket and then you got access to like a job fair that was essentially a bunch of sports teams and local businesses were situated around the concourse of at that time. Um, well, it's still the same building, but I don't know what the naming rights partner was at that time. Cause it's changed so many times from a banking, maybe in one Kabubia. Um, and so you went around the concourse and you know, it's typical job fair. You gave your resume, you waited in line, you gave your resume, you had your 10 seconds or 15 seconds to speak to the hiring manager and there was about 1,500 people there. Uh, I um, was one of the last tables I went up to uh, was a gentleman named Brad Sims, who at the time was running group sales for Comcast Spectacore, which is the parent was the parent company of the Philadelphia Flyers and Philadelphia 76ers. Okay. And I left the job fair, and about a day or two later, I got a call, and I got offered a group sales job for Comcast Spectacore, and I think I was one of uh, three people hired um, within the Flyers and Sixers that oh, wow. went to that entire job fair, and so that's how my career got started. That's crazy. What a great opportunity. Yeah, it was awesome. I loved it. My first ticket that I ever sold was a Philadelphia Wings ticket, which life comes full circle. The Philadelphia Wings are back, like indoor lacrosse. Yeah. And, um, I did that for time. Time escapes me now, but... Um, I probably did that for a couple months until, and then I got hired over on the Philadelphia Flyer side, and then I got hired on the Sixer side, and then I went to work in minor league baseball. But at this time, I've, you know, I'm probably fast forwarding through your podcast, but I think I've worked in every professional major league sport um, or major, you know, Power Five sport uh, wow. in the U.S. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I saw that, unfortunately, you did work for the Cowboys at one point, and so I have to ask, growing up as an Eagles fan, what was that like for you? Well, the experience working there was fantastic, Um, and I know probably a lot of your listeners um, don't want to hear that, (laughs) and all I can tell your listeners is that 
my family probably felt the exact same as they do. And I, yeah, I, I called my, my mother was very happy for me, you know, no matter what. She yeah. wanted me to have success. Uh, my father, on the other hand, uh, I think he actually hung up the phone when I told him I was going to work for the Cowboys. And I swear it was one of those moments where I was like, did we get disconnected? And he's like, no. <laughs> I can only um, imagine. And then he got over it. And, uh, you know, my friends did not get over it as quickly as my family got over it. But working for the Cowboys and opening up that stadium – uh, when you work in sports, obviously you you, you want to work for really good people and, and really good brands and and do things that you're passionate about. And um, you know, no matter what people think of Jerry, right? Fan, not fan, sort of you know, rival. Uh-huh. Uh, what he was building in Arlington was something that had not never been done before. The size, the scale, the revenue, and for somebody that worked on the on the business side of sports. Um, frankly, I didn't think there was a better job out there in the world. Right. So I, I, I sort of put aside my childhood fandom for my adult uh, sort of desires to work on things that, frankly, I thought were going to uh, uh, enhance or, or sort of, uh, you know, my career aspirations. Right. So after all of this, how did you eventually get the opportunity with the 49ers? In 2009... As part of the Dallas Cowboys, um, a gentleman by the name of Chad Estes, uh, who still works for the Cowboys, um, decided that he wanted to start uh, an agency called Legends. Now, Legends at that time was a food and beverage company that operated the Cowboys Stadium and Yankee Stadium. And we wanted to, he wanted to add a sales and marketing vertical to that agency. And... We decided he, you know, him and, you know, he decided for him and I to essentially go prospect. And the San Francisco 49ers were trying to build a stadium in Santa Clara, California. They had been in Candlestick Park. It was the oldest non-renovated stadium in America. And they had a ballot measure that the, the, the citizens were going to vote on to essentially put a stadium here. And Jed York, the owner of the San Francisco 49ers, called up. And asked us if we were interested in having a conversation, and uh, our agent asked if our agency was willing to have a conversation. We were. We got hired, and um, and I moved out to the Bay Area. It was our. It was really our first client, our, certainly our biggest client at the time. And now Legends has gone on to tremendous success, and um, and so I moved out to the Bay Area, and I was here for four years on working for Legends, but on behalf of the York family and a gentleman named Prague and then four years in, Jed York offered me the opportunity to become Jed York in Prague offered me the opportunity to become chief operating officer. And then a year after that comes team president. And I've been serving in that role as team president since 2015. That's amazing. What a crazy journey. It's been nutty. Yeah, it's <laughs> been nutty. Go, I go figure a kid with the last name of Guido who's from New Jersey and went to a school called the College of New Jersey. But um, yeah, no, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. Well, as president, can you walk me through what a typical day would be like? Sure. You know, today, you know, it's probably a good example. So um, yesterday I got back from NFL owners meetings and NFL owners meetings for me are great because it's a chance to network with my 31 peers. And there's a lot of things happening at at the league level. If you think about, uh, you know, an upcoming collective bargaining agreement or a, you know, some of our international rights that we might expand or 
um, you know, the future of uh, broadcast or streaming or gambling. And so there's a lot of things strategically happening on the business side in all of our sports, frankly, they're like the landscape is changing um, underneath our feet pretty quickly. And so, you know, I come back from that meeting and then today I have a meeting with my executive team to go over all of our strategy and planning for next year. And I know that's crazy for a lot of people to think we're still in season. We, we have a couple of regular season games left, um, you know, knock on wood, maybe some playoff games, Yeah. but we, we've really, you know, we've already really put in place sort of a lot of our planning for next year. And, and so for us, it's all about, um, you know, the season becomes really operational in nature and not all that strategic. Okay. You, know, you sort of you put your business plan in place during the current season for next year. And then once the season ends, you start operating on that. And then when season rolls around, you kind of, you know, you operate games and you go from there. So for us, we're in heavy strategy session right now. Okay. Um, what's, what's important for us for next year? We recently launched an initiative that, um, in my opinion, will change sports forever. It's the only time it's ever been done. We are now, next year, we're going to go to uh, every single season ticket holder in the stadium. Upwards of 60-some thousand people are going to have uh, free, all-inclusive food and beverage. Wow. And so it's never been done at this scale. Um, so that's really one of the main things that we're trying to get to next year. And then we're thinking through you know, potential renovations of our stadium and how it might change. And even though it's only six years old, you just you never want to get left behind. And I think we're trying to capitalize on a really good year on the field to try and drive some significant business. Yeah. So speaking of you guys being 11 and two so far this season, what's the best part about your job? The people. That's the easiest answer um, that, that I'll have. <laughs> it's uh, I really, I, I love being a, being a player. Um, obviously I, you know, my size, my stature, my athletic ability was never going to allow me to be a professional and, but I wanted to be, you know, there, there's just because you can't play doesn't mean you can't be around a team or understand camaraderie and teamwork and pageantry and all those things. And so I love sports. Like I think sports entertainment is a tremendous escape for all of us. And uh, I don't think there's any other place in the, in, in the universe where uh, you can be sitting next to a complete stranger and within 10 seconds, you guys could be immediate friends because you're high-fiving around common sort of commonality around who you root for. Right. And uh, for me, like I love coming to work because I love the people I get to work with. I love our coaches. I love our players. I love our ownership. Um, we're all striving for the same thing, right? It's very easy. Um, and yeah, each one of us have individual goals. Of course, we all want to, you know, do the best job we can. We want to make sure we get promoted. We want to make sure we get paid. But um, I think the difference in a sports team is there's this common goal. Right? We want to win a Super Bowl. Yep. And and on the you know, so that's on the football side. On the business side, like we want to be known as one of the best sports entertainment um, enterprises that's out there. And there's metrics that go against that, right? Mm -hmm. And so we're all striving for the same things. And you know, I'm sure every business would say that. I think the difference for us is. Monday through Friday, we get to operate a business like any other business, sales, marketing, general administrative functions. But on Sunday, we get to like go watch and enjoy what we spent all week working towards. Yeah, that's, and that's awesome. Very different than, that's very different than maybe some other businesses. Right. Okay, well, now it's time for some buzzer beaters. First one, who is your biggest inspiration growing up? My parents. What was your favorite sport besides football? Basketball. 
What school was your biggest football rival in high school or in college? Ooh, high school, Shawnee, Shawnee, maybe it's time, and college, Rowan. Okay. What is your favorite genre of music? Uh, <laughs> 90s hip-hop. And what is your favorite place you've ever traveled to? Italy. Well, Al, it was amazing having you on the show today. Good luck with the rest of your season. I really appreciate your time. All right, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. This has been today's episode of Small Talk. As usual, I'm your host, Maggie McIntyre. Thank you for listening.